Alright, I'm going to try to get this down as coherently as I can. i got a lot of information in my head and sometimes I have a hard time uh, interpreting the information. It kind of comes out like a fire hose. So, um, I wanted to talk about uh, the current state of the world and the correlation between the Great Reset and the, um, the financial powers and uh, elites that actually, you know, write our legislation and, and get things passed and things of that nature. So um, I'm going to start from post-Napoleonic uh, Wars. Um, there's, a, there's a story and a legend that uh, at the Battle of Waterloo, a uh, we'll call him Red Shield. A uh, Jewish. I don't know why that's important, but it is because they are um, Duke, I believe. No, Lord. Um, Lord Nathan Rothschild. Rothschild's not his real name, but we'll talk about that later. So he uh, had a. Uh, a writer dispatched from the battle and uh, spread the word in London that England had fallen at the Battle of Waterloo uh, in order to uh, monopolize the, uh, either the economy of England and basically overnight they owned everything. So. That's a that's a first that's a first place we need to start, and that is during the Napoleonic War. So that's after the Revolution. Um, and I've always had a theory um, or a feeling, really, um, that we didn't really win the Revolutionary War. That the British and the financial interests in Europe, uh, the Dutch East India Trading Company, and um, the the corporations that actually ran. Um, those countries, and they uh, simply uh, withdrew and, and uh, just decided that violence wasn't going to work. It was too far away and too expensive and too costly, and it just wasn't going to work. So, if you go back and you do any actual historical research on some of the early founding fathers, um, there are there are a lot of them that really were very 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 uh, against almost violently. I mean, in, in Andrew Jackson's case, it was violent. Um, and I mean, Aaron Burr shot uh, Alexander Hamilton, who was purported to be the you know the founding father of the Fed and the early central bank and the father of Wall Street, which you know as we all know is the It's, it's like giving, you know, giving crazy people gasoline and matches. So, um, during that time, around that time, um, this was a hot-button issue. And they, they did not want a central bank when they founded it. The, the, what makes the United States unique is that it's not a democracy. No matter how many times the Democrats say it, this is not a democracy. A democracy comes out of 
the Greek and Roman ethos. And it is a it is nothing more than mob rule. 51% of the country doesn't decide what the other 49% do. It's just not how it works. So the states preempted the United States corporation, which is what it is. If you think about it, corporations have a president, corporations have executives, corporations have shareholders, which is really what the United States of America is. It is a corporate entity. It's a it's a municipality that it's a municipality. Definite legal definition of a municipality is a a public corporation, which is what it is. And so when the corporations in the private sector don't serve the shareholders, the shareholders have remedy. But when a corporation doesn't serve the shareholders in a public setting, they come get you with guns and uh, take everything you own. So basically the United States of America, their, their goal is to crash the economy through market manipulation and inflation. Um, and now, because of the emergence of digital currency, cross borders, open open source, their plans have been accelerated, which is what we are currently seeing. Um, I'm personally a man of faith, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of this stuff. Uh, the book of Daniel and Revelation and um, uh, the book of Ezekiel about the times that we're living in. And, um, I tend to ascribe to uh, the idea of uh, a creationist theory. I believe we were, we were created and um, I, I serve the creator. And so my worldview is very binary. It's very light versus dark. And when... I believe when you are able to make those distinctions, first of all, it requires an intervention of the Holy Spirit. You can't do it without it. Because without spirit, all it is is in your head. When it's in your head, it's it's yours. Which means that it, the origins are are tied to your flaws as a, as a human being. Um, so, you, first of all, you need to palpable experience with the Holy Spirit and you need to study um, history anything you can get anything you can read about the uh, the history of, of mankind and how and the anthropology I mean I really have taken to a lot of complicated complex concepts that are uh, you know post baccalaureate level stuff um, I've, I've been reading about it for a long time. I've got a, my own private library of things that are out of print and banned and uh, things you don't have access to anymore that um, basically the reason why they're doing that kind of stuff is, is also to eliminate any sort of subversive language from, from public universities. Um, I buy surplus items and sell uh, used books and things like that that I get from mostly colleges and universities around here and the books they're getting rid of are all about subversives and revolutionaries. I mean, 
Bolshevik Revolution. There's also some stuff that's been banned, like Lolita and a couple of other things that were considered um, by the DNC neo-liberals to be uh, pornography. I mean, that's the kind of shit that, you know, straight-laced conservative Republicans did in the 80s with rock and roll. And, I mean, that's not, that's, I believe is an assault in the front on the First Amendment because I believe in the rule of law. Um, but anyway, let me go back to, so, um, I believe that what we're seeing is, is a precursor to the Great Reset. Um, some people believe that there's no reason to worry about it because it's inevitable and, um, it's in the Bible and God already said it's going to happen, but, um, I'm also a humanist and I very much do not, to my core, enjoy watching other human beings suffer due to their inability to participate in a system that was put in place before they were born and were never offered a chance to opt in or out. That's the financial system. I mean, that was probably Lord Nathan Rothschild's most famous quote. He said, give me control of a nation's currency and I care not who makes its laws. And man, when I read that, I felt a little bit like Alice tumbling down the rabbit hole. And uh, you can follow that trail, it's hard it's difficult to find in, in um, the internet now. If you use Google and things like that, it's 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 a, it's a lot harder to find information like that now. Um, but there are a lot of really really good people that don't necessarily share my same political leanings um, that are speaking out on their platforms about these very things. And what that is going to ultimately do is you're, it's you're going to see. Uh, a greater acceleration of the Great Reset, the plan to uh, crash. So for something new to come about, the old has to die first. And people are always talking about how they want to, they want change, and they don't consider the pain that comes with change. And with the the way that the so we're going to follow back. So the Federal Reserve first of all, is not federal. It is a private bank that lends governments money at interest. Not only that, but they have control over our national currency. There is a... There is a thicket of conspiratorial theories regarding the Federal Reserve and the real history of the United States. And I tend to ascribe to the theory that once the Federal Reserve was put into place in 1913, that uh, the, the history of the American people divided ultimately into what... Uh, the socialists and the communists would call like a proletariat and a ruling class because it really did. I mean, once the once once private citizens had control over the currency, 
um, and the manipulation. I mean, it brought about the crash. And if you want to go go back, just go back and look at the crash of 29 and uh, see who survived and who didn't. I mean, they, it, it was it was a monster attack on small business. Small business has always been the problem. Small business owners were the ones that beat England. They got so powerful and so strong and so wealthy that they were able to defeat the greatest world power that had ever been seen at the time on the planet um, through education and means. I mean, that, that's really ultimately what it was because I believe uh, something less than 20% of the country actually fought. And so, anyways, um, you go back... You follow that. You follow the history of the bank. I mean, it's really the history of America. It's really the history of the world, because it didn't just stop once they got America. Once they got America, that was their foundation. They had their walls. They had their fucking guns. They had everything they needed to go conquer the world. And if you take a look at the countries that show up in the news, um, Ukraine and, and Russia, China, and Afghanistan and Iran. Um, these are places on the map that that don't have a Rothschild-controlled central bank. Now, I don't have any confirmation on that. But I do know without a doubt, and I can confirm that it is factual, that they don't have a central bank that's tied to, to our system. So there you go. I mean, and, and there's a history of these these robber barons and, and bankers funding, you know, two sides of a... Uh, of a conflict, which is exactly what's going on right now, and I mean, they've taken over the the alphabet mafia in this country. I mean, the FBI and the CIA, they don't serve the American people, so who are they serving? All this stuff keeps coming out about how corrupt they are. I haven't seen anybody go to jail. Nobody's been put in prison for the financial crisis of 2008 that was caused by Wall Street greed and they never will because they were too big to fail they had the government by the balls they had all their pensions they had, they had, a, they had everything all their everything all their retirements everything was tied in and there was no way that the government was going to let all of those cushy benefits and all those, all that money that they were going to get once they retired from public office, serving the people, and so they sold out our great grandkids and, and probably the country. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how the United States and its current inclination survives another hundred years. I think what we're going to end up seeing is a, a secession. Um, it's already happening. It's now the, the country hasn't been this divided since the Civil War, and I think that um, anybody who studies just a little bit of history, any high school kid, can tell you that was a turbulent time. And um, the federal government's not as strong as they want you to think they are, and that's part of the illusion. And they hit you so hard. Or, or get you so hard, or take you so hard that, that they try to teach you a lesson. When they, when you get in trouble, you step out of line. They send you, they send the IRS for you to, to take your livelihood. They, they send the guns when you don't pay your ex-wife her child support because you can't get a job because you've got a criminal record. I mean, it's just 
the, the system's gonna have to change. And, and uh, again, that's just that's just uh, more confirmation that the Great Reset is coming because um, they're gonna need those people to uh, enact their plan. Um, it's February twenty fifth, two thousand. Uh, 22 um, and uh, Vladimir Putin just sent troops into Ukraine um, Ukraine's not a NATO member um, so they don't have any the United States they don't have any authority to go in but Joe Biden's got a lot of really close ties and the Biden family got a lot of got a lot of ties with Ukraine and, and stand to lose a lot of money and I really wonder if this doesn't have more to do with that. Um, I don't know if Putin liked Trump, but I know he respected him because he didn't invade Ukraine when Trump was in office. <laughs> there, Donald Trump. I'm not. I'm not a Trumper. Um, he's he's got his flaws too. He's got to get off the vaccine train. talk about that another time but um anyway so this is all preemptive and if you know the game plan and, and know their know their tendencies then um individuals ultimately have the most power i mean that's really their but that's their biggest their biggest goal the biggest tool i mean they use mass media to push out their propaganda make everybody feel like their world is falling apart in reality everything that's addressed on government TV and in government schools are all government propaganda that simply only appeal to the government serving their ultimate ends which is to keep their power and since 9-11 They've been operating under emergency powers anyway. I mean, they, the, the United States is, has changed, and history is going to history is going to show that the attacks on 9/11 were really when everything started to go south in the United States. Um, but fortunately for us, our founding fathers understood the ability of smarter people and more devious people manipulating a democratic system. So they laid out specifically in a document the power and authority they were willing to give to the federal government and they left it up to the states to decide whether or not to comply. And, I mean, there, there are a couple of really key things. I mean, abortion is a key one um, that you can see. And the federal government didn't go in and, you know, uh, raid and, and arrest people there. Uh, cannabis laws are very, also very important and a key. Um, it shows that the federal government is not as strong as they think it is that everybody thinks they are. And, and, and I mean, it's apparent. You can see what's happening all over the world right now. The United States is, is seen as a joke, and um, rightfully so. I mean, the rest of the world, everybody knows the rest of the world 
knows that the United States is being manipulated and, and is a joke and they trust their government and they don't understand and a lot of Americans are going to die a lot of Americans are going to lose livelihoods they're gonna lose a lot because they're caught up in the rat race, uh, in the debt cycle. They don't understand finance and um, how to how to operate and manipulate the system and work it. They just don't understand it. And um, the educational system in this country is, is an absolute disaster. And it's a disaster because they're teaching what they want. They're not teaching what kids need. They're teaching what they want. They want kids learning that one teacher has the authority and the ability to, to rule and govern over 35 kids and 60 kids. I mean, at the collegiate level, some of these classes have 80, 100 kids in them. And, I mean, it's just not, it's not sustainable. And they're all federally funded and they've got Chinese communists all throughout the, throughout the system and, and people that are enemies of America and um, I think America is ultimately going to shrink back down to less states. I think there's a potential to lose Alaska and Hawaii if this war goes hot with Russia. I think that we've already lost the Philippines. There's, that's, they're not, that's what they're not talking about in, in the news is how far advanced into the Pacific China really is. And those are those are key strategic positions that we took in the Pacific campaign in World War II that have gone back to the communists. But it's also important to note that without without the Soviets, we would not have won the European campaign, and the Chinese were our allies. So once again. You got to go back and look at what is the root cause of all of this. Why? How? 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 Where is the? Where is the connection? What's the correlation? You know, who's pulling the strings? And it just goes back to the same people. All this is is a power grab. They're they're trying to manipulate national national markets in order to acquire assets for ridiculously deflated prices, and then they come in and they control everything. We've got a problem here in Spokane with homeless people moving from all over the West Coast to camp out here in the middle of the winter because these places like LA and San Francisco and Portland and Seattle and Denver are, which I mean, they're, those are all democratically globalist controlled uh, city-states, which is really what we need to start referring to them as. They are city-states. And they send all of their garbage to Spokane. And I know this because I've got family members that um, worked within the prison system. And Eastern Hospital dumps here. Uh, the woman's prison on the west side dumps here. Another prison over on the west side dumps here. When they get out and they get released, they give them a bus ticket, send them to Spokane. Um, 
yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's an absolute joke. I almost got in a fight with an aggressive homeless guy looking for beer money today in a line at Taco Bell trying to feed my kid because he was so aggressive and in everybody's face in the actual drive-through line panhandling. And I'm a recovering addict and alcoholic myself and so I I feel that I've got you know the life experience to kind of talk to somebody like that and and I did and sure as shit the guy's a drug addict and, a, and an alcoholic and he wants money to go facilitate for his addictions and you know what you could have done that in Denver don't fucking come here and bring your fucking liberal bullshit and your your ignorance and be a burden on the people who just want to be fucking left alone to live their lives. I mean, that's really what this is. We want to be left alone to live our lives. We're going to leave you alone. You leave us alone. But I promise you, the second, the second that this goes hot and live and they start rounding people up for Bitcoin or they start rounding gold up again, which is, it's happened before in this country too. A lot of people don't know that. It was illegal to own physical gold at one time in the United States. It was more than once. They're going to have more than they can handle because now it's not just left versus right. It is freedom-loving American patriots who are small business owners. Does this sound familiar? The Revolutionary War was facilitated by small business owners. And the attack on small business is unbelievably apparent at this point. And... I'm just, I want it to be noted. I'm going to start doing these. I'm, I'm documenting this and uh, using this for topics for a podcast. But I, this needs to be recorded so that they can't change the narrative historically in order to empower future generations to avoid. Our, 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 our pitfalls and our mistakes. Don't tread on me.